Welcome to the Amazon Diaries. I'm Mary Show. And I'm Sia Robinson. And we're back with episode <laughs> we four. We're back, baby. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I hope you enjoyed last week's episode. It was about health well-being, where me and Saf shared our personal health journeys and things that we've, you know, had to overcome and manage. Um, you know, I talked about my PCOS and um, Saf talked about whole bunch of things <laughs> <laughs> mainly you know my, my, uh, my relationship with exercise and how that kind of developed and, and finding movement that works for me finding wellness practices that work for me um that weren't maybe necessarily the ones that you're told like you're going to the gym you're going to eat stuff but this that and the other like finding ones that worked and were practical and um obviously talking about veganism yeah um because my thing um, and i talked about keto mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and like low carb and the impact that you know sugar had on my uh, body, etc., etc. Um, but yeah, yeah. So we'd say if you um, enjoyed the episode, if you're thinking about um, your body and movement and exercise and, and food and everything, um, go to GP um, and do a little consultation with them before you change anything, make any big changes, um, because our bodies are um, sensitive and we can't be doing anything that we found on the internet or someone on a podcast told you to do. <laughs> so yeah, if you're going to make your changes, please do go see a GP or a dietitian or nutritionist. Um, I have some several plant-based nutritionists that I really love and recommend and respect, so if you need anyone, message me. Um, and if anyone's listening that has PCOS or mm-hmm. thinks they do, Feel free to drop me a DM. I've got um, a couple of like resources that you can tap into, but I highly recommend going to get seen or getting mm-hmm. your um, your 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 uterus scanned, basically, mm-hmm. um, because that's how I found out that I had it. So yeah. Speaking of kind of kind of, last week I had my first ever surgical screening. Okay, so first of all, most action I've had in months, months. I was not prepared. <laughs> like I was listening to my friend, I was like, I hope, like I, I really hope I don't like res- react or respond in a certain way. <laughs> like, uh, like, yeah, uh, like I don't uh, want to moan in this moment. I just don't want to look up and see this auntie. Well, this nurse did not do anything to help help um, with my comfort levels. Well, she did, but it was okay. I wasn't expecting it. This little auntie, this little um, Jamaican auntie. And she, I was lying there on this on this table, pussy out, okay, Woo. okay, clothes off, just lying there. And I decided to put my hat, to place my hands on top, top of my coochie, just to give myself some, some private modesty. There was no like, there was no reason for me to just be pussy out, right? She not give you like <laughs> no, anything. she didn't give me anything. Everyone's asked me this question. Did she not give you no? Yeah, a modesty. I've I've had yeah. I've gone to, I've been to a clinic before. Like like they. They, I don't know what was going on, but she was like, no. Instead, she comes around the corner, she sees my hands placed so just so over my coochie. <laughs> she goes, why are you patting your pussy like, like there's something wrong with it? No. <laughs> then she said, I need you to spread it open wide for me. <laughs> Damn. And I was like, oh my God, what, what? And, just, and then just open wide while she just she put place. The, uh, what's it called? Speculum? Yeah, it's like a clamp thing. Um, inside. And I will, I will say this. I was, I, I was expecting more pain. More like, okay. I was, it was, I was expecting more like, um, like it was not comfortable. Um, but I think, I don't know, it's really interesting to see how the 
these things are being kind of made into some some scary like it's a very important part of our health and they just kind of made it into some scary kind of this is going to hurt you and after the you know lots of people do experience pain and discomfort um but i, I think you know a lot of us are put off to do certain things especially to do with doctors yeah i don't because remember it's fear i don't remember having any pain just yeah it was an odd feeling when i first wanted to do it mm. um i was a virgin so i had to wait yeah, to be debunked <laughs> <laughs> Because they were just like, I just, I just thought, let me just ask. I'm like, um, excuse me, I haven't, I've never had intercourse. They were like, oh, no, 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 you can't have it. I was like, so I have to wait until I pop my men, cherry. You see what to... men do, though? That's just, that's the whole other conversation. Anywho, but I don't remember it being uncomfortable, but, um, No, it yeah. wasn't painful, but it was a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. Because it's not, you know, it's not, especially in that scenario, you're not used to that, that kind of... Yeah, and then you just—it it does feel a bit like you know, I'm not even gonna go into it. it. It's completely fine and necessary. So if you have a uterus, you have a cervix, um, please do go and get that done. Um, but yeah, um, speaking. So we were, had last week's homework. Let's go into that yeah. real quick. Um, so it was either to do a movement exercise um, and then kind of write about how you feel, felt about it, or cook a nice meal for yourself and then again write how you felt about it. <clears throat> so did you do any? Yes, I made sure that I moved around a lot <laughs> in more ways than one. Okay. Um, up and down, yeah. Up and down, <laughs> round and round. Swerving hey. on there. Swerving on there. No, um, <laughs> I made sure that I did my 10K walks at least three times nice. and um, alone and with some company. And um, I've made myself really nice breakfasts. You know, I tried to kind of stick to my low carb vibe. Made myself some almond and coconut pancakes, and um, oh, yeah. yeah, it's pancake day! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I love pancake day. Um, so yeah, I made sure that I was just having really good breakfasts. That was my thing. Um, yeah, what did you do, man? What did I get up to? So obviously, I cook nice meals every day. But I plug, 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 this week, so I, I got some new silicone molds and what and they're like rose and heart shaped and like flower shaped. Because so I just made everything in this like heart and flower and rose shape. Yeah. So I made some moi moi and some jollof quinoa and <gasps> I made the moi moi in a rose wait. a rose mold and it's so pretty. Um wait, um you did you post these? Yeah. Okay guys. You're gonna pause this, or after this, you're gonna head over to Sister Woman Vegan on Instagram. Look how pretty and it is! It looks so pretty. It's you so know what? Pretty. I've got a confession. I saw that post, I thought it was a cupcake. <laughs> That's the whole point. Oh, but it's moi moi. It's meant to look all cute and okay, cutie. Okay, okay, so I was a bit crazy. I was like, That's a cute you know? cupcake. But I was like, kind of looks. No, 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 no. It's meant to look like a, like a, like it's the avocado rose, it's the, it's the oh, little moi moi rose, okay. the little mad needle. And it's also meant to be like a bit of a sunshine thing going on. Yeah, I can the sun see came that. out. Listen, sun, sun um, was shining. Whatever was sweet, and so was the moi moi. That's all I'm saying. Um, and I also yeah, got out for some nice walks. It's been really nice weather. Um, and I'm gonna finally go for a run this week. Um, dope, dope. I discovered rediscovered running maybe like in October last year. I hadn't run in like seven years. The last thing I did was do a, a 10k. I did a race for life in like 2012 or something like that. And I was really, yeah. And I hadn't. I stopped. I didn't run in 
like once after that, apart from maybe for the bus. Um, <laughs> and one of my friends was like, oh, it, it was loving running in Doctor in Lockdown. He was like, I love running, it's amazing, it's the best thing ever. And I was like, shut up. Because <laughs> that's because you're fit and healthy, you enjoy it. And then I was like, no, okay, I, let me actually try it. Let me actually not, not give, my, give myself an excuse. Let me try. I, I had every, every excuse. I'm tall, it's bad on my joints, like all these yeah. different things, which, which is true. There, there are ways obviously to mediate that. So um, I went for a run and I literally had the best day ever. I was, uh, like, it was, it was, I was astonished. I, obviously you have endorphins after every exercise, all ex- different types of exercise, but for some reason running, maybe because I was outside and the sun was shining as well, back in October, um, that, that, like, that I made, I just felt good. I just felt great. Um, and I was like, wow, like, okay, I, I have to actually sustain this. Um, and I did until 2021 hit and I stopped because <laughs> it's so snowing and raining and I was like, oh yeah, my God. That's understandable, mm. man. Like, we were, it's dangerous anyway. Mm. So, exactly, exactly. Double figures now, it's a lot milder. Yeah, loving definitely. It. I'm ready to run again. Ready. Central heating cannot be on all day. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I really think that serotonin, like just like, could sad be gone. Mm. Like there's just so much sunlight and like more of your day um, and when you wake up in the morning, like you feel ready to get up because it's because it's, it's like beginning to get light or it's light or whatever. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm positive week, I guess. Yes. Of, yeah. Now it is time for the Amazon affirmations. Remember to breathe deeply from the stomach, not the chest, and repeat. I am attractive and desirable. I am allowed to take up space. I honour my body with loving thoughts and healthy choices. I love and respect myself exactly as I am. I am comfortable and confident in my own skin. So, judging by those affirmations, can you guess what this episode is about? Well, I mean, if you've picked on, you've seen the title. We're talking about body image. Body image. Body, yaddy, 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 yaddy. Body image. Yes. What a topic. Obviously, being a tall plus size woman has come up a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, in my journey, negative self image, body image. Um, my mum uh, was a model, um, and all of my family are very thin and mentally attractive. So, um, yeah, it was always like a like a the way that you looked was very important in my household, um, and, and it is you know across the board. Um, we have school we have social media we have tv film whatever all these different things to compare ourselves to um and i had to really relearn like first and foremost the fundamental rule for this journey of like loving yourself comparison is the thief of joy the thief of joy okay like there is nobody like you nobody put on this earth like you you have to believe in your sleigh mamas mm-hmm. believe in your sleigh and like i had so amazing women particularly um black women like help me see this like i had to have this kind of um this validation from people who look like me and i had to like create a create a, 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 a group of people women who like understood my struggles with my body image and understood like and just said fuck that <laughs> basically I, I, I felt like with the body positivity movement it's a lot of um 
quite small women, um, mostly white women, saying, kind of dictating to you, you should love yourself. I'm not really giving you the tools to. I'm not really understanding that it's easier for them to love themselves because they have that access of validation, they have that um, support. Um, and I, what I've really understood is that for a lot of um, people, um, the idea that they're not attractive just doesn't even come into their heads. <laughs> uh, whereas I'm being told constantly every day that because I'm a tall woman, because I'm a plus-size woman, I am attractive just inherently. Um, and you know that is like a really toxic space to be in. And so like, you know I've, I've had to really um, do the work in that area. Um, but yeah, I think like for me, it's so great to be here talking to you about this because you were someone who was definitely instrumental in my journey with like uh, body image and seeing myself because um, I found you I, we met on Instagram we met on social media yeah. it was Twitter or, or whatever and I saw your Too Bold Too Brave series which is a incredible um, a photo series uh, fashion, fashion um, it's a film as well yeah, yeah. so Too Bold Too Brave was like um, short fashion films mm-hmm. and photography um, basically plus size women predominantly black women were at the forefront yeah. fashion films yeah it was the first time i saw myself that was about three three or four years ago yeah, it was the time. first time i'd ever seen myself represented um being tall being plus size being english <laughs> um you know and i have to go to america to find a representation that can like it's down the road it's here mm. um it's you know and that confidence and that um the ability to, to kind of um kind of construct a self that was so in, um, in control and, and, and uh, empowered um, and like just creating that space as well like I've met so many people um, through this two ball to race that kind of was my uh, entrance into the like, process community and like understanding that there was a process community, a black process community that um, you know I'm not the only person who looks like me because <laughs> yeah. in every space I'm in usually I'm six to one, I'm plus size, I'm the only person who looks like me really um, and that's that's lots of people are like well, that's great you're so unique and you're unique and you and I don't want to sometimes you don't want to be the unicorn Honestly. sometimes you want to you want to kind of uh, melt into the background yeah and and it's so interesting for me because I'm I'm someone who just from my physicality alone is very visible and I've spent so much time being invisible because of the way I've looked um, and uh, it's it's a like a it's been really important to me is like of, of being able to um, just create that self. Um, and to be able to say this is who I am, this is this is how I, how I present, kind of coming to you guys as, as I am, um, and I don't have to um, ask or beg for your approval. And uh, that was a big part of like that because I think like visibility is approval, kind of. It's like saying you exist. Um, and I'm tall, plus a woman. I never really had that kind of positive visibility. And so part of my my journey with body with my body and body image and self esteem in that regard was definitely. Um, Photos, selfies, nudes, um, making myself visible to myself, seeing how I saw, how I looked. Is that something that you've just recently started doing in the last five, four years, or was you always doing that? That in the last four years, I would say. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Before, I like my my dad will tell you like um, there was a period of my life where I refused to take photos, refused, and no one could be, no one understood why. I was like, I don't like the way I look. <laughs> I'd rather not have that kind of. Um, kept forever yeah that memory of me being clapped like i don't <laughs> i don't and obviously like it breaks my heart looking back at this little girl or like teenager or whatever you know early 20s really you know, it goes up to that extent mm. of that um and you know the the one the fact that 
fact that she's clearly blind because I'm 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 a pain. Um, but also just kind of the the, um, the kind of inability to disconnect from how other people see me. That was really scary to me. Kind of like wow, like I'm allowing all these other people to dictate how I live my life. I can't be free in a moment if there's a camera there. I'm very much like always looking to see how people are perceiving me. Like, can they can they tell that like I don't know like can they tell um, this part of me is exists? <laughs> can they can they see that role? Can they I don't know? Can they? Do I look super tall? Do I feel? Do I look super masculine? Do I? Da, 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 da. Um, and like that's been a thing my whole life of like and it's like thinking it's almost three decades. It's kind of terrifying. It's like how long. Um, how how much all of these things like going by the neck and like um, stops me or limited my my um, what I was able to do and I'm so glad that it didn't completely limit me and I'm and I'm have still been comfortable um, being visible being in the spotlight being you know taking up space in that regard um, but for so much of my life has been put on pause had been, had been put on pause because of the way I looked I can relate yeah to yeah that yeah, 100. yeah I remember when um, I met my um, my ex-partner he was just like oh I'm surprised that you don't have like a blog or something because you dress really well mm. and I like laughed at the idea of like what take a picture <laughs> of me dressing up yeah. you're mad yeah because I was just again like there's so many things that stick with you you know why are you so tall why are you wearing heels for oh can you can you see thingy across the room for me please like I'm too short like me being used as like <laughs> oh my god like I hate that goggle so telescope you know <laughs> things that really stick mm. with you or my whole thing was fashion like I, I loved fashion at such a young age but I would tell myself you know I can't wear colours I think throughout my college years I wore black mm. and I would always walk with my head down you know because I was just like yeah I'm big like I can't wear skirts I have to wear black it has to be baggy you know don't draw too much attention to yourself bada 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 all these lies you know and I think <laughs> lies honestly, fallacies and Ugh. now it's like I don't know when I stopped all of that I think I just had enough because I felt like I was bursting at the seams yeah. like I really um wanted to just be who I believed you know God wanted me to be and I think I used to look at myself in the mirror and before affirmations became a thing um, obviously you know I was I, I grew up in the church you know uh, devout Christian whatever and I remember this verse it was like you are fearfully and wonderfully made and I was like is it <laughs> okay <laughs> so I just kept on repeating that like anytime I'd be like I'm fearfully and wonderfully made I'm fearfully and wonderfully made then I started adding my own like you're, you're beautiful and then I would say things like your your height and your size has a purpose um, and then I would start seeing it as more of a superpower or a uniqueness to be like, actually, no, thank you for making me like this because I'm rare. There isn't many like me. And like, you know, it was so funny when you said the whole thing about Twitter. When I saw you, I was like, there's more of me. And that shocked me. You were like, oh my God, you're so beautiful. And I was like, what? Me? Little old me? No. Like, what? You, know, you were like, yeah, come model for me. I was like, huh? I remember looking at your Twitter pitch and literally just staring at it going, <laughs> I remember, you know, saying to my friend at the time, I was like, oh my God, I wonder how tall she is. Wait, wait, is this person, wait, wait, wait. She's tall, you know, and she's curvy, you know, That's like right, me. I'm tall. Because I had, I, you, even to this day, yeah. you're literally, maybe you and, uh, what's her name? The curvy girl mannequin. 
Vanessa. Vanessa, yeah, yeah, yeah. You and Vanessa, like the only tall plus size women yeah. I, I have ever come yeah. across in my many years of living. I'm not going to reveal my age. <laughs> She's exaggerating, yeah. you know. She's not even old. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you guys are like the only ones. Yeah, I know. And isn't that, but it's like, I had to really, really like reframe what that means to me. Mm. Because for me, it was like, I'm alone. Do you know, yeah. like I am, I am not unique. I am like a freak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that was the, you know, that was, and also that was, you know, that was how I was positioned. And and especially, you know, I am, um, I kind of uh, um, represent everything that most women, most conventionally attracted women, most conventionally sized women, are taught to fear. Yep. Like being masculine in terms of the, my height. Being, um, I have, I'm bald currently. Um, I'm had, plus size. I'm, I had short hair for like mm, seven years. Mm, so um, I c- just carry on. I yeah, completely. Yeah. I, I used to say I was always at the end of the spectrum yeah, of attractiveness. Yeah. 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 People used to always get so confused, and I'd be like, I don't know how you understand this. So I was thinking, you know, like the only thing that's conventionally attractive about me is my, is the color of my skin, mm. right? Is the tone of my skin. Yeah. Um, and even within that, you know, there's still racism. So um, preferences um, are. An additional bit of privilege for me, but within the, within the grand scheme of things, um, I wasn't taught that in my in my um, spaces. So I went to a majority white school. Um, out of my family members, um, my my parents and my sister, um, I was the most quote unquote like black. So a lot of the things that I was told to to I'm trying to think of the word to make like make. Um, I guess more white <laughs> or more more conventional was my hair so I had an afro hair I was always told why don't you straighten it why don't you this why don't you that yeah um, my body was always critiqued by my family um, and my body um, was naturally a bit bigger um, and I uh, what's the word went to puberty a bit earlier as most a lot of black women do and so my, my sister was there with no boobs no butt no nothing um, so I was younger, a younger sister as well. So it's always a big issue with certain things that were racialized, and it was such an interesting thing to see it because um, you could, it, it was so hard to to understand that. Yeah. Um, and fat phobia is so rooted in in, in that as well. Um, and so yeah, so I've always like tried been like yeah, the only thing conventionally like I'm I, I'm not someone who's like yeah like um, I I don't fuck with people who are like oh she's light so they said therefore she must be beautiful. So I had a really weird kind of like um, the kind of relationship with with my conventional attractiveness right so not not what i not what i actually i was very hyper aware of what was expected from women mm. right and i did and i was hyper aware of what where i fit into it and where i didn't fit into mm. it and it was like a warped not obsession so I, didn't, I didn't dedicate much time to it but i was so certain of these things i can't be attractive because i i don't have these things or because I have these things, I can't be attractive. And so it was just this weird kind of, um, again, like we talked about a couple of weeks ago, this narrative that you have of yourself. Um, and again, when it's backed up by people. Um, yeah. What were you, I want to add on to that, because it's like, uh, my whole thing was like, you know, we're both fair-skinned mm-hmm. women. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you feel like you can't actually, what's the word, not complain but you can't say anything mm. you don't like about yourself because it's mm. like well you've experienced a life of privilege and yes like I definitely have benefited from being of a fairer complexion but at, but within the same space I've also been abused because I've been taller mm. men have found me intimidating mm. you know I've been treated badly because of it or you know you get that one auntie like ah She's getting fat. You know when they say the fat with the the, the teeth yeah. and the, that really pleases you. Not even like 
fat. It's the fat. She's getting it's fat. Violent. It's, it's violent. It's violent. And you, that's stuck in my head. Like I remember my auntie just saying to my mum, please, oh, please don't let this girl get big. Mm-hmm. And my mom, I remember my mum was a G, yeah. She's like, no, she's beautiful. She's big. Yeah, she's tall. That's lucky. And Having that like, support system is so important, so necessary. Yeah. I think about all the people in my like that, who have been taught. Like, there was a missing step for me. Like, I wasn't ta- taught. Like, I was told that my, my parents um, would... I look a lot like my parents, so they would occasionally say I was beautiful. <laughs> but the um, it was conditional. It was like you would be so much more beautiful if you did this, mm. or like I've had my dad sit me down and say men will not find you attractive, and I'm like 13, 14. <gasps> yes, you, should, you, need to, you need to get some checks. Like, men won't find you attractive. Yes, I've had my mum take me to to the doctor and make me um, drink, uh, literally take take meal replacement shake to school. This is, I, this is all quite abusive and whatever, whatever. Like, I'm very aware of, of, of all of that. It's, it's, not, it's not the right way for parents to be. But that's, that's another layer to me, was the, the um, kind of, like, how constant it is, mm. but also the um, kind of, um, just, I think that we always talk about these things, colorism as well, um, fat phobia, all these things in terms of dating. And I always think it's such a, such a um, like, that's not, that's not important <laughs> like yeah. do you know what I mean like then I find that people people really need to step out themselves to understand um, how different things how different people experience different things I know for a fact if I was darker I would have had even worse experiences and as someone who has very had, who's good who's positive experiences um, with regards to self image and all these things have been few and far between that makes me think how can I support other people in that space do you yeah. know what I mean and how can, yeah. I, how can I do things like you're doing great platforms where, where I can put people on like that and you leverage that privilege um, and for me you know creating my own spaces where I can be the centre of attention my Instagram for example is all my selfies mm. um, and I don't have to and, but I also in my stories have um, repost beautiful women of all shapes and sizes yeah, and all colours and all these different yeah. things right so finding balance in a way to um you know, not make it all about you while still centering your needs and yourself. I think it's really important. Um, I think, you know, not to be afraid of talking about your own experiences, but being very aware of where they sit. Um, and I think everyone needs to be super empathetic about people's own journeys. Um, and, you know, I think we need to, yeah. Come together, Come together rather together. than like, you know, divide within the same community if that makes sense but I that, th- well, I think, that's going into a whole yeah I know we can have a whole conversation about this but yeah. I think I, like there is so much pain mm. and I think that people people um, really stop to th- like don't think about their, their other people's pain it's all about our, our own pain and, I, and that's, oh, that makes sense and for me it's always like okay my pain is 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 what it is, um, and like, but I feel like I know it intimately and I understand it. Mm. I don't know your pain, so yeah. I can't make assumptions. I can't like I sh- how I how I interact with you should should be should not be based on my pain. It should be based right. on on um, you know mutual um, understanding. Mm. And so I think a lot of people are like, well, this can't be true. Colorism can't be true. Or fat baby can't be true because because for example. Um, I'm I'm a light skinned fat girl, but no one ever, ever all my dark skinned friends get chosen before me, so it can't, colorism can't be true. People use these these examples as bullshit. Like that's it's, that, that, that's not what that you're, you're misunderstanding and you're being purposely obtuse, right? In the same way, um, people can say well, fat baby doesn't exist because um, my fat light skinned friends get chosen before me, and and, and and those experiences are valid to you, yeah. but that doesn't mean that that doesn't take away from from these very real things that are happening in society and these very real ways that you are upholding those things. Yeah. So I think people, yeah, with, when it comes to again body image, it's so personal. 
once you once you start comparing it, it starts to be personal. Yeah. And I think we need to all stop stop comparing. And if we're talking about things like colorism, phobia, look at the statistics, look at the facts, look at the actual examples of oppression rather than personal um, anecdotes. And and you know and that's that's right. <laughs> and I think that's what that's there's there's, there's only one clear answer there. Mm-hmm. But what people don't what people do is they 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 and the thing is that black women always get uh, thrown under the bus with that where the where they're black that's particularly black black women are the the um, a blueprint, right? That's what the, the, the stats are talking about. That's what the theories are talking about. And so their lived experiences are almost the same. Um, so, like, that's why um, when when black women talk about lived experiences, people like people should listen. Yeah. <laughs> and what they what they what they do is say, no, well, that's just your personal experience, and that's the problem. Is that black women aren't listened to. Black women, black women particularly aren't listened to, um, aren't or aren't validated. They need something to back up. Whereas white women can talk about whatever. They call me long hair whatever mm. <laughs> um what do they call the people on real housewives of um the turmeric blue-eyed green-eyed bandits <laughs> that's not colorism anyways um <laughs> watch that shit yeah i <laughs> listen real housewives is the best franchise obviously i only watched the black well not obviously i have watched some of the well, the other ones but the atlanta and potomac <laughs> I just, I just get it off the TikTok, you know. <laughs> Let me finish. But what I do know, you know the TikTok thing of the... Anyways, if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. But yeah, anyways, I digress. So we went, we went off topic a little bit. But I have to always... Because, you know, that is part of my... Part of my journey for me was understanding, you know, that, that all these things are so separate. Like, my personal feelings don't matter in this case. <laughs> um, and that doesn't mean that um, I have to internalise any of the, uh, the rest of it. Like, because yeah. like, for a while I did internalize, oh, I'm not buff, I'm not good looking, I'm just light skinned. So, and that was that was a really warped way of, of, of you know continuing my own my own kind of trauma with that with self image and with with there must be no way I can possibly be attractive. So if anyone is attracted to me, it must be because of this reason. Yeah. And like that's so fucked up, and I'm very aware. <laughs> but yeah. that's that's all the stages that I had to go through to kind of to figure out. Okay, I don't care what any of you think. Yeah. I have to think I'm beautiful. Yeah. I have to I not even think I'm beautiful. I have to like what I see in the mirror, which yeah. is which is you know I think that we have there's a whole other conversation to be had about um, what, what like what what it means to be beautiful and what we have whether we owe anyone beautiful or like do we have to be beautiful to love ourselves? Do we have to think we're beautiful? Do we have to? I think that there is. I think we do. To, to I think I think we do. I yeah. mean, my whole thing now, like present day, is just um, I will do whatever it takes. To, to make myself feel beautiful mm. even if it's not the conventional things like wearing makeup or whatever if it's mm. whatever I don't care what it looks like it doesn't have to look like what it looks like for you mm. if it's skincare routine if it's um you know if it's having a really hot bath or if it's um researching about you know I'm just making this up whatever mm-hmm. it, I do whatever I need to do mm. um, but because I'm a creative mm. it's obviously going to come out in that form so I'm very like intentional and I'm casting models for my fashion films or even my music videos I try and include variety of shades complexions and sizes because I'm trying to give people like me a platform mm-hmm. uh, ultimately my goal is with body image I just want it to become the norm do you know what I mean? I just don't want it to be plus size model, plus size this, <laughs> plus size thing, dark skin this, got a bag of boot. I just want it to become the norm where we're all included. There's room for everyone. Um, yeah, for real, for real. And yeah, I guess that's where I'm at now is I'm just trying to push, you know, people that look like me to the forefront. Mm. Like I was saying the other day to my friend, I was like, imagine seeing like a plus size news anchor 
a plus size weather woman. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we're so like numb. You, yeah. you would turn twice and you'd be like, oh, you God. would. You, it would be remarkable, and that's ridiculous. Yeah. Because, like, that, the average, I think the average um, size in the UK is size 16 for women. Yeah. Um, I don't, and I, that is, that figure is wild to me. It's because all, It's encouraging at the same time. When I grew time, up, I grew, I yeah. everyone was a size 8. Like, yeah. all of, everyone I knew, yeah. <laughs> there was maybe one, one size 16. And everybody else was a size eight to ten. A couple as well, but they were like short, maybe or like tall, even so that they were still slender. And that was my um, my favorite reference for what beauty was, yeah. or what body image, um, what what I should be looking like, um, or what I should aspire to be like. And so, you know, I, I have to keep saying it. Instagram was such a helpful tool for me. People talk about how toxic it is, um, and how people, you know, because because there are so many images, because there is there are there is a, of course. Um, uh, uh, part of Instagram which is super toxic and super like upholds all of the traditional ideas about beauty and all of the archaic ideas about beauty there is that side of it there is that IG model pressure to get surgery part of it but there's also the kind of um, there is kind of limitless possibility really mm. because there are so many people and they, it is that your own self um, like it's kind of like um, how you would how you would um, decorate your room when you're a teenager and put pictures up on the wall yeah. like, that is your Instagram right and so it's very personal and it's very like you're completely in control of how people see you and how you and how you see other people. You can mute someone, you can unfollow, you can block. So you know it's a really good place to practice. You can also put things on private story, whatever, whatever. It's a good place to practice. You know, um, like that idea of, of, of constructing the self and, and performing the self and what that is and being aware of that performance. I think um, that's what I, I answered about Instagram was like, okay, I, I, on here I can be fearless. And how can I translate that into real life? Like on here, I can be fearless because if anything, if anyone says anything wrong, um, they can't. First of all, because I, I I make sure that the people in my space that have access to it are people that I, I, that care about me and support me, right? Yeah. Um, I can do that. I can ensure that there's not going to be um, negative comments on my things, negative this and the other. I can and I can really use. You like, can really curate you, everything. Exactly, exactly. That's what I like. You can curate um, everything. Your timeline. Mm-hmm. Who has access to you? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. I do love that. And you're right. It mm-hmm. does have two sides to it. Um, and I feel like it's helped me see that there are more people like us out there. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Completely. And also, like, what, what beauty actually is has mm. changed drastically for me. Yeah. It has changed so much. And more to do, like, it's like with the polish. It's that, like, for me, I, like, beauty was, was so polished and so kind of intentional and so so kind of performed, right? And then um, being on Instagram and being, I was on Tumblr before and that was also a good space for me because that was compl- like almost complete anonymity, right? So that was a really good space to kind of explore as well. Taking a picture and, and um, um, kind of putting it out to the world and, and kind of seeing how people responded but not being emotionally connected to the response I guess yeah. um, and you know I, I was so funny because when I posted when I posted the pictures from our first shoot together um, I posted in, the, in my story I was like as a meme it was like when someone when someone who's ugly but um, but like kind Post a, post a selfie and everyone everyone like flocks to help them to support them because they're so nice but they're actually ugly. <laughs> so, oh that was a convoluted way of talking about the me. I heard if I'll try and find it, but I put that as my thing, and it was so funny because I was like, wow, like nobody actually thinks I'm ugly. It's just me. <laughs> like I was really under the impression that you all just like liked me as a person and you just liked my photos because you liked me as a person, but you all think I'm buff too. That's wild. Like all these people, and I used to think the people who gave me compliments. See how I looked. Were lying, to, not lying to me, but like really? they like me, so they're not gonna say you're ugly. 
they're gonna be nice. <laughs> and I realized people aren't that kind. I think that's what I, yeah, people are not that kind. So sometimes I have to like believe, like believe the good things people say about you. Yeah. I was, I was, I was resistant to compliments. I still am quite resistant to compliments. Oh, um, I would downplay it. Yeah. yeah I love where you got that from. Oh, what, this is just from Karima. Yeah. Oh, I really love your hair. Oh, it's, I've been in for two weeks. Like mm. now I just say thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So or if people are like, you're so tall, I used to have be defensive. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, I know, right? Or I'd be like, oh, I'm the shortest person in my family. Yeah. <laughs> Which is out of my siblings, it's true. And my dad, um, the shortest one. Yeah, I'm, 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 yeah. when people say, um, oh, uh, you know, I wish I was as tall as you, and I'm like, I would, mm. I'd be like, nah, at least you can decide. You can be mm. five foot, mm. you can put on some five true. inches of BC. You, you got variation. <laughs> I just go up, up, up. Yeah. That's all that's up for me, and that's beautiful. You know, so mm. yeah, man. Um, <laughs> but I guess speaking about accepting compliments, oh, I think this is gonna take us into our next segment. It's time to shower you with love. Yeah. Oh, oh I, yes, 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 sir. <laughs> I wanted to just say, cause I realised the last two episodes we didn't really make it clear why we do this segment, right? This section of the podcast, and um, it's a reminder to you all to to go pick up your phone message your loved ones we are almost we may be allowed to see them very soon yeah um so go and message your loved ones tell them, tell them it could be you know your parents your family your friends whatever um your your um your roster wow <laughs> you're cute yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> um but just give them a quick give them a compliment tell them how and don't tell them you know authentically how you feel about them yeah, um and important. and um don't be i i i my friends just a little love heart and she was like are you in love with me <laughs> with that meme of um, Daniel Kaluuya in Widows but you know he's like ah, ah, <laughs> he's just like you love me it's like you all need to be more open to receiving love just I, I don't mean anything by it I'm just sending you a heart just accept the pure love okay there's nothing like we, we, we are such a we are so indoctrinated into thinking that people want something from us and like love shouldn't be about that transactional like that it should just be like I feel I'm overflowing today here's some because <laughs> you deserve and you make me, you've, you've contributed to the love that I have. Yeah. So therefore, I'm, I'm just giving back, you know? So let's go, let's go, let's go. I'm trying to hear something. <laughs> Saf, hey girl. you are one sexy mother, but your fire's even brushing my thigh right now. I think I'm even getting a little turnt up inside. You juicy, you thick, you oh, voluptuous, you supple. No one the pulls like, you supple. Like you got, you got clear skin, radiant, glowing. Hashtag thick vegan. Lips. <laughs> Make that honey drip. Hey. Like I'm loving everything about you. Mm-hmm. Like you are gorgeous. I'm just waiting for that lingerie shoot, me. I'm just waiting for that lingerie shoot, me. <laughs> Listen, I would happily, happily be. Um, a savage ambassador, like I would. That's like I don't know what Riri's doing. I don't know why she hasn't seen my DMs yet. <laughs> but yeah, listen, Riri, if you're listening, <laughs> Amazon Diaries. Amazon Diaries. Listen, she's not quite. You know, I've discovered she's actually quite short. No, no, no! Don't say that. Don't, don't say that. She's five nine. She's not that short. Well, I'm five eleven, three quarters. Okay, well, Saf just looked at me like, oh, yeah, babe, that's short. No, that's tall, that's tall, 5'9", because any hill 
She's in our, she's in our range. True, she's in she's in six true, foot. True. Even even fair, even fair, even a fair. two and a half inch heel, fair, which fair, is not fair. even considered a heel. Heel is a heel for me. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So people be like kitten heel, nah. That's a heel for really me. She'll be like six. She's foot taller, Jason. Yeah. She's taller, Jason. Yeah. She she you know. Beyonce is short and that really yeah. hurts me every day. Five seven. Yeah, knowing that she's five seven. Uh, but can you imagine all these heights are still above average height? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> Guys, we're digressing. Yes, yeah. you're like, okay, okay, okay listen. I'm ready. You, you're, okay, I'm gonna talk about your style today. Because every time I come to you, you're wearing something fabulous. And I'm always like, okay, I'm gonna need to teeth that and that and that. And you're like, sis, <laughs> can you be getting wardrobe, please? <laughs> um, listen, like, as, as I'll keep saying, me to you radically changed my life, sis, okay? Now, obviously, there was a whole bunch of stuff going on, but you kind of, you can't, you literally, like, we're like a, you know, um, maybe you don't, but at the end of um, Endgame, yeah, where the battle scene, and then, and then, and then, yeah. and then all, they all just come back, they all appear yeah, again, yeah. yeah. I feel like at the point that I met you, you were them people then coming in the in the orbs, in the, in the fire orbs. Like, I'm done, but then you just see this it's the, all the thing gone. open up and I come yes. up and I just give you that look like you and the other models in the two two gold two brick campaign walking towards me in the Sheesh. fashion film. That was that. Okay. <laughs> so yes, just you, everything you do is just like intentional oh. and empowering, and just it looks sexy too. And oh my god, since you own your sexy, it is like yeah, I'm a big, I'm a, I'm gonna make it all move. I'm gonna. <laughs> You just see what she's doing right now. My breasts she's working right her titties. She's working <laughs> her titties. <laughs> um, you got you got Megan knees. Okay. Oh. Okay. So oh, who's new to me? Whoever's tapping that is lucky. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, also, just, 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 like, I just, I, like, you have gone through a whole bunch of stuff and the way that you're, like, rebuilding your life and just making it all just exactly, just so how you want it. Mm. Thank you. Mm. Inspirational. That means a lot. That Inspirational. Means a lot. You're in a grown woman-ish and I love it. What's that unreal, um, like, don't look like your <laughs> situation. <laughs> That's in my head. Don't look like your situation. Mm-hmm. No, I'm joking. But yeah, thank you. I appreciate that, man. Wow, well, we've got um, our next journal prompt. Yes. Unwhack for you people then, yeah? You have to do unwhack. I feel like I really enjoy it. I'm an active learner, yeah? So mm-hmm. I like doing this. But I, I, I learn through doing and I learn through teaching, which makes no sense because really, how can you learn through teaching? You don't know shit. <laughs> but I make it work. So I'm loving these journal prompts because I'm doing it every week and it's helping me with my practice and helping me, you know, direct the focus of of each week as well yeah um so hopefully this is doing the same thing you guys um again let us know how you feel about the homework so we can switch it up we can do things that aren't necessarily journal prompts but it is amazon diaries so we are um we are encouraging you to do that self-reflective stuff um but this week so obviously i take a lot of selfies and i also take a lot of other, of other pictures of myself <laughs> we both kind of do actually we're both vain bitches we're both no, vain, no we're both hot girls okay hot girls. <laughs> selfies self-portraits um, all of that yeah. stuff so, what we're going to ask you to do this week is to take a self-portrait. It could be clothes, it could be nude, it could be whatever you want it to be. Um, but you have to take a picture of yourself. And then I want don't you to send us the news, guys. Please, yeah. No, I mean, our DMs I mean, are closed for that yeah, business. No, we don't want any controversial... Consent is mandatory told and us it's sexy. to send selfies of me <laughs> naked. No, we didn't. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. You wish, baby. <laughs> anyway. 
self-portraits. Yes. Self-portraits, when you look in the mirror, if you don't want to take a picture, you can just kind of sketch it. Like, think about your medium. I remember I went to a, a life drawing class once, and I, I cannot draw. Well, this is the language, the negative language I want to get rid of, okay? I have not, uh, I'm not accustomed to drawing. Yes. <laughs> drawing is not my medium, like, not my usual medium, okay? And so I started, I took, I went to, the, I started to this amazing um, uh, life drawing class. It's called, uh, our naked skin and it's amazing um so you should check it out on instagram um but yeah um i was trying and failing to do to do the drawing so i just started writing and i just wrote loads and loads and loads and, uh, and it was i read it back and i was like wow this is this is powerful like i like this was um a necessary like moment to to kind of um keep <laughs> and remember and have that as a memory so if you if you don't um like to take pictures, you can write how you feel, write what you see in the mirror, draw what you see, um, all manner of things. What else can you do? Yeah, there's lot, any any kind of way of looking, looking in the mirror and a creative a recording yeah. of that. Well, if you're not like into writing, mm. I'm not that great. I mean, I do I do write, mm. but yeah, you can just take self portraits and maybe meditate mm. and mull over how you feel about yourself and I would yeah I would try and think of like five key words that come out come out of you of that process so okay I'm, I'm looking in the mirror I'm saying myself what are the words that come out um and I've, I've done like a few years ago some of the words would be like really negative and whatever um so like think about what words come to mind um and then meditate on them um but yeah any any kind of self-reflective practice um, from doing that exercise of just like sitting in the mirror, staring in the mirror, taking photos, yeah. or um, yeah, just staring and kind of have that, have that time for yourself. Um, I don't, yeah, I dance in the mirror every day, um, so I do like that. <laughs> well, guys, we have come to the end to of the episode end. four. It's been really good talking about this, yes. and um, thank you so much for all your support thus far. Yes. And um, yeah. Have a great week. Have a great week. And remember, we, we love, love you. you. Bye. <laughs> Bye.